This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application. Here is your host, Reverend Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour, bonjour. Here we go again. <laughs> oh, I'm Jennifer Hadley. I love A Course in Miracles. I love these teachings. I'm so happy I get to share them. It is such a blessing to me. I have yet to ever feel bored or tired with them or any aspect of them. I'm just excited by it all the time. And to me, that's the thing about truth is it's thrilling. It's thrilling. And it's such a relief to let go of the insanity of the illusion and to anchor into truth. So that's what this podcast is all about. Liberating from the pain and the suffering of our own making because we are latched onto false beliefs, thinking that they're true. So truth is our liberator. And let's begin with a prayer. I take a breath of love and gratitude and place my hand on my heart, and I wholeheartedly partner up with that higher Holy Spirit self, the mighty I Am Presence. We are grateful and thankful to attune to the divine, to our own holiness, to divine direction, to freedom, to joy, to peace, to harmony, to all of the spiritual qualities, prosperity, abundance, creativity, and we are willing to know the truth, remember the truth, live the truth, walk and talk the truth. We're grateful to surrender any attachments that we have to playing small, to living in lack and limitation, to thinking that life is hard and all other false beliefs. We are grateful and thankful to accept the atonement for ourselves. In gratitude, we share the benefits with all brothers and sisters because we're united in this field of love. We live and move and have our being in a field of love, and we are the field of love. There is no separation. We let it be, and so it is. Amen. 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 Ah, yes. So uh, I was guided today to talk about atonement uh, because in the beginning of the text, Jesus starts talking about atonement pretty early on, right in chapter one for sure, very early on. And he refers to it again and again and again. And it's all throughout the text. And you have to kind of piece together what the meaning is. And this is part of his method of teaching is to make us hungry for the clarity. And so that forces us to really look more closely, more deeply at what is being told to us so that our mind is going past the surface experience. And for me, that to me is one of the, the wonderful things about A Course in Miracles. In order to read it effectively, I have to read it carefully. And I, I like that very much. I also like playing games and I like puzzles and things like that. So I like things that make me mentally work for it a bit. 
And one of the purposes of this podcast is to help people navigate that and see layers that maybe they haven't seen before. And so uh, I find those layers myself during the podcast broadcast, the recording of it, because uh, you know we're we're joined in this adventure together, you and I, and and I I love that. <laughs> so thank you for being my adventure partner in this podcast. I appreciate it very much. And uh, I, I, I would definitely be talking to myself if you weren't here. Happy to talk to myself. I really don't mind because I learn things because I feel spirit speaks through me. That's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in hearing, we could call it the voice of God or the voice for God. Uh, to me, it's that higher Holy Spirit self. So I'm interested in getting those divine downloads, and I bet you are too. So atonement, one of the, I think, most helpful ways to describe it is uh, that in conjunction with what Jesus talks about sometimes when he refers to atonement, is he will say, uh, accept the atonement for ourselves. That that is our purpose in this world, is to accept the atonement for ourselves. He, he gives us a few purposes, and uh, our... our um, our purpose is to be truly helpful. I am here only to be truly helpful. Doesn't that sound like a purpose? I think it does. And that is why I call the truly helpful prayer, uh, I say, it is the purpose prayer to me. Now, we're, we're looking into the text to understand what accepting my uh, the atonement for myself means. And what it means is to accept that there is no separation, that God or spirit is all that there is, love is all that there is, there is no other, and Teach only love, for that is what you are. So love is what we are. Love is what God is. Love is what the universe is. Love is all there is. And so when we accept the atonement for ourselves, we're accepting that we are love and love is all there is. That this is the essence and nature of all life, of our creator, and everything there ever has been or will be. That's real. So when we accept that this is the truth, that we're one with each other, one with all life, one with God, and made in the spiritual image and likeness of love is another way to say it that I enjoy saying, then we are accepting the atonement for ourselves, believing in separation, thinking that we're separate, is not accepting the atonement. Now, Jesus will also say things like he does in section 1, chapter, excuse me, chapter 1, section 3 in the text where he, it's entitled Atonement and Miracles. And he says, I'm in charge of the process of atonement, which I undertook to begin so what the process of atonement is the process of all humanity waking up to the awareness that we're one with each other and accepting that for ourselves. So Jesus is in charge of the process. And he says, my part in the atonement is the canceling out of all errors that you could not otherwise correct. And I love that. So errors in thinking 
are oftentimes things that we have learned that are not true, things that are false beliefs. And so if there are things that we cannot correct, Jesus can do it for us. So you see, he's making it clear to us, we're not on our own. We're not alone. We don't have to figure out everything. We have support and assistance that is mighty, mighty, mighty. So he says, my part in the atonement is the canceling out of all errors that you could not otherwise correct. When you have been restored to the recognition of your original state, you naturally become part of the atonement yourself. So the process of atonement, the accepting of the fact that we are all united and all one, this is the atonement. And because we are one appearing as many, it makes sense that there would be a process and that we are part of that process too. And when we have the willingness, that's all that's required for us to wake up and accept the atonement for ourselves. So we become miracle workers in this way. He says uh, here, again, this is all in chapter 1, section 3, paragraph 1 of the text. He says, as you share my unwillingness to accept the error in yourself and others, you must join the great crusade to correct it. Listen to my voice, learn to undo error, and act to correct it. So what would that mean and what would that look like? It means when we can see, let's say, to give a very frequent example of things that we do, if we say something that triggers people's unconscious guilt, like we say things that are attacking, uh, like, um, hey, um, you went to the store. I always use this kind of an example because it's just so common. You went to the store. I thought you were going to get coffee. You didn't get any coffee. Person says, I forgot. Oh, come on. I asked you to get one thing, and you forgot the one thing that I asked you to get. Because what's happening there if we start speaking to the person that way? We're trying to make them feel bad and guilty. Why are we doing that? We're doing it because it has triggered our belief that we are unlovable that we're not worthy of people paying attention to us and caring for us. And so this person's forgetting becomes like a little knife in our heart. And then we blame them for upsetting us. But they didn't stick a knife in our heart. They had no intention around that. They didn't wish to hurt us. They wished to help us. They just forgot Everybody forgets things every day. Everybody. So we make a big deal out of it because of our interpretation and the meaning we make of it. So when Jesus is talking about joining the great crusade to correct the errors and learning to undo the error and act to correct it, here's what we could do. Let's say... We haven't said anything. They forgot the coffee. And they feel bad without us even saying anything. We can jump right to it and say, Hey, I understand you've got a lot on your mind and I love you. It's okay. Don't stress about it. And they might say, Hey, let me go back out to the store. It's like, Well, you can go back to the store or not, but I'll be fine. We can get coffee tomorrow. Why don't you just... Stay home, let's have a nice evening together and not go running around getting one more thing. You're already a, a little stressed or you wouldn't have forgotten. So no big deal. Come here. Let's, let's just hug it out, 
right? So you could respond like that. Or let's say you've already said, oh, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No coffee. Great. I'm having friends over. I wanted to serve coffee and now I can't. You've said that. Now you can correct it. You can go back and say, that was mean of me. And I am sorry for that. You don't deserve that. I know how much you care and you really didn't deserve that. Will you please forgive me? I'm sorry. I I lost my mind for a moment and I guess I'm more stressed than I realized and I just should never have taken that out on you. I'm sorry. Something like that. That's correcting it. Because what you're doing is you're coming back with your heart. Right? You're coming back with your heart. You're acknowledging their feelings. Now, if they feel guilty, that we didn't make them feel guilty. Right? Because if somebody said that to me, I don't know that I would feel guilty. Uh, I might. It would depend on who it was, probably, and the nature of my relationship. Because if it was somebody that I had some difficulties in the relationship with, I might, it might trigger unconscious guilt in me. But if it's somebody I'm, uh, I'm totally cool with and everything is good in our relationship, and they said to me, oh, come on, I can't believe you forgot that. I, with my state of mind now, I would say to them, oh, wow, you are stressed I, I, I can't believe you just talked to me that way. Oh, my God, honey. L- l- you know, the coffee is the least of it. What else is going on? Let's, let, let's lift up your vibration. What can we do here? Oh, my goodness. I don't know that it would trigger my guilt. It would trigger my compassion that someone is speaking to me unkindly. They must be really stressed, you see. So we're never upset for the reason we think. And uh, I, I, had, I had thought maybe to do um, an episode about that lesson, which um, is a wonderful lesson, but I've already done it. So that's one thing to know about this podcast. This episode is uh, like 535. And so if you search in the archive, you can find all kinds of things. And uh, one of the other things to know, too, I I said this recently because I know we've got more people uh, checking out the podcast uh, because it's January 22 here. Uh, So if you're on an iTunes device, an Apple device, you'll need to get the archive as well. So two podcasts, A Course of Miracles, A Course of Miracles archive. And the archive at this point has a couple hundred episodes in it. So if you're really into this podcast, just want to make sure you can find everything. And if you're enjoying this podcast, there are a couple things you can do to support me and the podcast. You can write a review wherever you get your podcast from. That makes a big difference, and I thank you for that. And the other great thing you can do is, if you like, you can make a donation. So you can go to jenniferhadley.com or livingacoursemiracles.com, and you can make a donation. You can uh, make a donation to the Power of Love Ministry. You can make a donation to me personally whatever you prefer, and I thank you for your donations uh, because they really do make it possible for me to do this and for the staff to manage it all. So thank you. Going on here, the power to work miracles belongs to you. So we all have the power to work miracles. He says, I will provide the opportunities to do them but you must be ready and willing. I love that. So here's my prayer. Let me be ready and willing to work miracles. Let me be a miracle worker. Um, This week I'm working on an article for the Miracle Worker magazine in the UK. There's a wonderful organization in the UK. If you're in Europe, uh, check them out. Miracle Worker uh, organization. 
uh, I love them, <clears throat> and uh, I do things with them regularly. A great group of people. The power to work miracles belongs to you. I will provide the opportunities to do them, but you must be ready and willing them. Willing. Doing them will bring conviction in the ability because of conviction comes through accomplishment. The ability is the potential. The achievement is its expression. And the atonement, which is the natural profession of the children of God, is the purpose. The atonement is the purpose for our doing miracles. And Jesus defines in the Course what a miracle is, is it's when we shift our thinking from ego thought to spirit thought. That is the miracle. So when we shift our thinking, then it shifts things in the world of form. And that's the only way to shift the world of form is to change our thinking. Because when we shift our thinking, we're going to do different things in the world of form. We're going to think different thoughts, and thoughts are in the world of form. We're going to experience different feelings based on our different thoughts, our different perspective, our different point of view. And we are going to feel physically different when our thinking changes because our emotional life changes. And when we are thinking thoughts that are true, which are the only thoughts we can think with God, then we are going to break down our attachments to our false beliefs. And it is our false beliefs that are the root cause of all our suffering. And the most basic root of all our false beliefs is that we are separate from each other, separate from God, and that's why our purpose and our natural profession is to accept the atonement for ourselves. So I like to say, I work for God Incorporated. And to me, the truly helpful prayer, I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent the one who sent me. I don't have to wonder or worry about what to say or what to do, because the one who sent me will direct me. And I'm content to be wherever Spirit wishes me to be. I'm content to go wherever my higher Holy Spirit self directs me, because I know Love goes there with me. Spirit goes there with me. The angels go there with me. All of heaven goes there with me. Because we're not separate. But when I'm listening to the voice for God, which is my own higher Holy Spirit self, when I'm listening to the voice for God, of course God is there with me. Now, There's no way for me to get outside of God. There's no such thing, right? There's no uh, competition with God. God has no competition. God has no enemy. God has no outsider. Every single one of us is complete because God is complete. So when we are willing to accept the atonement for ourselves, we can be at peace all of the time. Now, Jesus does tell us in the text that there's no one walking the earth having a human experience that won't have false beliefs and thoughts coming up. But we can get that to a bare minimum. We can get that to a very small amount. One of the things that I've been thinking about a lot lately is how truly peaceful I am. Truly peaceful most of the time. I still have little moments of irritation every day. And every now and then I feel upset and bothered by something but nowhere near anything like I used to experience 
And I know 100% it is because I am interested in walking the talk, living the love, living these A Course in Miracles lessons and teachings. And I'm doing what Jesus says here. I am listening to the voice for God. And I am clear what my purpose is. And my purpose would be exactly the same if what I was doing was I was crocheting hats for a living. Or if I was training dogs for a living. Or if I was making food for a living. Or any other job I could do. My purpose would be the same. My purpose is to accept the atonement for myself. And to share the benefits with everyone. Now, uh, just real briefly here, the next thing he says in the next paragraph, heaven and earth shall pass away, means that they will not continue to exist as separate states. So heaven and earth shall pass away, and we will live in the new heaven and the new earth. And that is my goal for my lifetime to live in that state, and to bring anyone who would like to go along with me, to share what I am remembering, to share the truth, the great unlearning uh, with anyone who is interested. So come along. And uh, there's a lot to explore at jenniferhadley.com, livingacourseofmiracles.com. A ton of free things and some really, really great programs if you'd like to get on this love train, peace train, and ride it with me. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You are listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're walking the talk, we're living the love, and I will be right back. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. And we're back. Welcome back. Thank you for rejoining me. And uh, I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles. And... Uh, I, I, I get the impulse to tell you about some of the events that are coming right up. First one is my self-love workshop. It's a three-hour workshop on Zoom, January 16th. And if you can't join me live, of course, you can get the replay. And this is a bonus class if you're enrolled in Masterful Living this year. I'm adding some new bonuses. Another class that's coming up, a workshop that's coming up, is Eliminating Resistance and Reluctance. So helpful to us. And then uh, Unblocking the Flow of Time and Money and Love. So those are three new workshops added as bonuses to folks who are enrolling in Masterful Living this year. Now, important for you to know that Masterful Living enrollment will be closing on January 24th. That's Monday, January 24th. So that's when uh, the enrollment is closing. So it's a year-long program for really living A Course in Miracles and transforming your life. It's a very practical application of spirituality. Surprisingly, many people who enroll in Masterful Living are not A Course in Miracles students. Many are, but many are not. And uh, it's a wonderful group of people all over the world, all across Europe and Australia, across the United States and Canada, even South America. Uh, We have folks in Asia, 
just all over the world. And every year we have folks who have had uh, long periods of chronic depression completely give up their depression, and with their doctor's support, they can go off medications. Uh, many people grappling with chronic pain find that they uh, can become pain-free or big reductions in pain and arthritis and things like that. Uh, many people have tremendous healing of illnesses, not because of me, but because of the way that we practice together in the community. And what I can say is that folks who do this work with me in Masterful Living, every single one of them, pretty much when they start, they think it's not going to really work for them, but they don't want to do nothing. They've had enough experience of not really trying, not really giving it their best effort, and now they're ready to take it up a notch. Some people are ready to take it up a few notches. No matter how many notches they're willing to take it up, if people are willing to do some of the practices, even five minutes a day, it's incredibly impressive how transformative it is. And one of the things that Jesus says in the course, he says, do not feel you need to believe any of this in order for it to work for you. Just do the practices. And so many people read and study the course trying to understand it without actually living it and applying it. So that's what people see in Masterful Living is they see a community where they can live and practice together online no matter where they are, no matter what time zone they're in, and they can find a way that it works for them. Because we have a global community, we have things going on all the time, literally 24 hours a day. Uh, not every hour of the day, but definitely around the clock, seven days a week, we have different aspects of the Masterful Living practices that you can do with other people. And so that's very encouraging, it's very inspiring, and makes it fun. And I am for making it fun because I've had enough unfun times to last me all eternity. That part of my life is over. And it it really is spectacular how people can get to a place of peace in a few years. It doesn't happen in a year for most people, but in a few years, people can be mostly peaceful, and they can make a huge, huge progress in just one year. Uh, I I was recently talking with someone, her name is Melita, and uh, she was in Masterful Living last year, and uh, for the first time, and She was very sick when she started. She was on 50 medications, and by the end of the year, she was off all her medications and feeling pretty darn good. And not only that, she really loved the shifts in her relationship with her children and with her husband. So this is what we're going for, total life transformation and Everybody starts in different places, so everybody has different levels of success and progress and all of that. But what I know is if you're willing, these teachings really do work. And I'd like to share something, too, because uh, I frequently sit in with other spiritual communities. I was talking about this on Sunday at Sundays with Spirit which is our Sunday free online service. Anybody can join. So you could get the recording of the talk that I gave this past Sunday, which was January 9th, 2022. I was sharing how I frequently, I like to visit other spiritual communities. I like to go to other churches and, of course, miracle study groups and listen in on other teachers and things like that. I really do. And uh, I was listening 
as I have many, many times in in the last couple of decades, to someone share how they were going through a really, really scary time. And right now we're in the thick of the COVID thing, and it, it for many people it is very scary. Uh, many people, you know, we're having this huge spike now with the Omicron, and so it's very scary for a lot of people. And uh, when their whole family is ill and people can't go to work and people need to have child care because so they can go to work and it's all kinds of things like that are happening and I understand and even with all that going on people still have things like cancer going on and bankruptcy going on and things that can be very frightening when we're ego identified and that's what most people are. So I understand. And I can remember feeling really, really scared. In my lifetime, I've experienced loved ones dying suddenly and being freaked out by that. I've experienced feeling financially threatened, nowhere to turn, that kind of thing. So I, I've experienced a lot of fear uh, related to feeling I'm not good enough, feeling like I'm a, a bad, evil person and nobody would love me, I'm unlovable. Lots and lots of uh, bouts of fear. And I am very aware of how debilitating it is and, and how debilitating it is to be worrying and anxious a lot of the time to be able to have trouble sleeping uh, and, uh, you know, these kinds of things. I'm very aware of what it feels like to wake up with a jolt. <gasps> oh, my God, that kind of thing. And or to be falling asleep and have that sudden, <gasps> oh, and wake up with a jolt of adrenaline and then I can't get back to sleep for hours. I've experienced a lot of these kinds of things and feeling hopeless and helpless and especially feeling that these teachings work for other people but not for me. They work for everybody but not for me. That was such a, a strong belief that I had for so long. That's why I talk about it frequently because I know many people feel that way, have that belief. So I was listening to someone share recently who was feeling very afraid. And I was not the teacher in the class. I was a participant in the class. And I... Was I tapped into remembering what that feels like, that deep fear. Of course, I can't really clearly remember uh, because that's kind of how the way uh, our spirit works. It's once, once that part of our life is over, we remember that it happened, but we can't really, really remember what it feels like, just that it was awful. And so, and I'm glad for that. Because I asked Spirit to take from me all those kinds of memories unless I could use them to share to help my brother and my sister. So remembering that and feeling this person's fear because I can be very empathic. And I've learned how to feel other people's feelings without identifying with it so I can just feel it as an experience and not make meaning of it, not judge it, not interpret it, which has also been extremely helpful to me. Thank you, A Course of Miracles. And so I was tuning into this person's pain, and what I just kept thinking is this need not be... This need not be. People do not have to feel this. They really don't. It's so optional, but they don't know that it's optional. And to me, that is one of the most important and valuable things that I share in Masterful Living and Finding Freedom is how to shift the thinking using the Course in Miracles teachings to the place of feeling safe, feeling secure, 
feeling loved and lovable. And we can really get there and we can stay there. We can. And that is to me just such an extraordinary thing because I do love this world and I love the people of this world. And I am interested in living in a world that has no fear. No fear at all. So accepting the atonement for ourselves is extremely important. It's absolutely necessary. It's required for us to get to that place of fearlessness. And so how do we get there? So Jesus says in this section on the atonement and miracles that the forgiven are the means of the atonement. And so it's really all about our forgiving ourselves, forgiving ourselves for the choices we've made in the past. And it doesn't have to be a process to forgive ourselves, but I have definitely found that using forgiveness processes that I share, that Spirit has given me, people can move into that place of forgiving themselves fully and completely. And in this paragraph three, where Jesus says the forgiven are the means of the atonement, being filled with spirit, they forgive in return. So they, they recognize that spirit is not judging them, and they have forgiven themselves, and they also now can forgive others. So it's critical to be able to recognize God is not holding anything against us. There's nothing to be forgiven, and that we can forgive the meaning that we've made of things and the attack thoughts that we have against ourselves, and then it's possible for us to forgive others. And then they can forgive themselves. And so we are doing that each one teach one thing with doing our forgiveness work. He says here, those who are released from the unforgiveness, from the judgments, must join in releasing their brothers, for this is the plan of the atonement. Miracles are the way in which minds that serve the Holy Spirit unite with me for the salvation or release of all God's creations. I am the only one who can perform miracles indiscriminately because I am the atonement. You have a role in the atonement, which I will dictate to you. Ask me which miracles you should perform. This spares you needless effort because you will be acting under direct communication. So this is one of the things that we can do is we can begin to ask Jesus and get into this relationship with Jesus. Jesus And our higher self, the I am presence, the Holy Spirit self, it's all one because we are all one. There is no separation. But, you know, just like I'm not separate from you, you have expertise, I have expertise. If I needed your expertise, I'd like to be able to go to you to receive it. And that's how I feel about Jesus. I can go to Jesus to receive support. I can go to the angels to receive support. I can go to Mother Mary and Kuan Yin and Buddha to receive support. I can go to my friends and my family to receive support. There's all manner of beings in the visible and the invisible. Now, a bit later in this, he says in paragraph 5, Spirit is in a state of grace forever. Your reality is only spirit. Therefore, you 
are in a state of grace forever. Now, grace, one of the experiences of grace I've had is my decision, all my painful memories, I don't need them anymore. And I sure don't need the pain anymore. Haven't got time for the pain. (laughs) Right? So that's it. Uh, Thank you, Carly Simon. Haven't got time for the pain. I'm not interested in that anymore. And so I said to Spirit, to my own holiness, to the I Am Presence, to the Holy Spirit, whatever you'd like to call it, doesn't matter to me. I said... Please take these painful memories out of my mind so I never think them again. I'm not interested in them anymore. However, if I can be of service to my brothers and sisters that I meet along the way, then I don't mind having these memories because they're no longer painful to me. How come they're no longer painful to me? Because I have forgiven myself for the meaning I made of them. I have forgiven myself for the meaning I made of them. And the painful past dissolved in my mind. So I can still remember all kinds of things that happened to me that at the time were very painful, but they don't bother me at all anymore. I don't feel any shame regarding them. I mean, I don't. And every now and then there's a little something that'll come up into my memory and I I have a, a, a kind of a visceral sense of, uh, I don't like that memory. And that's when I work with the Holy Spirit right there to let go of whatever attachment I have in my mind to thinking not good, bad, wrong, shoulda, woulda, coulda, whatever it might be that is that little, uh, feeling. I hand it over to spirit to be washed clean of it. And now I'm back in that place that is the state of eternal grace. And the fact that my association with the memories uh, is no longer painful I don't I no longer see myself as a victim of the world most of the time. I won't say 100% of the time because it's not true and I'm not going to BS you and lie to you because I that doesn't help anyone. I think it's important to know and I think it's really important to know that look, I've been I've been studying a course of miracles since 2006. I started looking at it in January of 2006. And so as I record this, it's 2022. And so I'm having the um, anniversary, uh, like what, the 17th year of me studying A Course in Miracles. And A Course in Miracles really set my soul on fire. I was a uh, science of mind minister. I was just in my last few months of ministerial school when I picked up A Course in Miracles because I was too busy before then becoming a science of mind practitioner and minister at Agape. But I had time finally in um, January, starting January 2016. And I... Have found that these these are the this is the fastest path for me for me. It's not the only path. There's many 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 other paths, but this is the fastest path for me. And I am interested in accepting the atonement. So that means every day when I feel like maybe I, I don't so much anymore, but I used to constantly have judgmental and attack thoughts directed at other people. And I learned to say, you know, I'm just not interested in attacking anyone, including myself. I'm not interested in judging anyone, including myself. I'm interested in the truth. I am interested in correcting all errors in my mind with the truth. 
That is what I am dedicating myself to. And, you know, back in the 90s, I had a realization that if I make my highest priority living in the Christ consciousness, everything, 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 everything else is going to take care of itself. And that has been my experience. So the more I take out the trash, clear the emotional clutter, the mental trash, the more easy it is to be harmonious, to be peaceful. And that that really is the goal. That really is the goal. Because when we are harmonious and peaceful, and not inured to our pain, not ignoring our pain, not denying our pain, but we're just not experiencing pain anymore because our mind is not believing the thoughts that are false. When we're peaceful and harmonious, then our intuition opens up so much. We have so much clarity. And spirit leads, guides, and directs us in such a way that it's extraordinary. It's extraordinary beyond anything we could even imagine. So to me, the falling away of the association of my past with pain and suffering and feeling like a victim of the world, feeling all of that fall away and realizing, no, I am responsible for what I see. I am the dreamer of the dream. And war is over if I choose it. You know, taking from John Lennon and Yoko Ono's song about, you know, so this is Christmas. War is over if I want it, they said. War is over if I choose it. If I'm interested in peace, then there there will be no more war. So I'm choosing peace. Jesus says here in paragraph 5 still, your reality is only spirit. Therefore, you are in a state of grace forever. Atonement undoes all errors in this respect and thus uproots the source of fear. It uproots the source of fear. And that is what I have found to be true. And that is what I am so, so interested in sharing. At the end of this chapter, Jesus says, miracles are selective only in the sense that they are directed towards those who can use them for themselves. Since this makes it inevitable that they will extend them to others, a strong chain of atonement is welded. I'm in that number. I'm in that number, and I know you are too, or why would you be listening to my voice? I'm so grateful and thankful for the teachings of A Course in Miracles that we can truly live them. We can accept the atonement for ourselves and that our life is the life of God now and forever. And as we begin this new year, now is the time. Now is the time for us to make this decision that this is what our life is for, accepting the atonement. Let's pray. We are grateful and thankful that our life is the life of God. Our mind is the mind of God now and forever. Peace is our true nature, and we share the benefits with all. We let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. I love you. Have a great rest of your week.